Welcome back to another episode of Back to the Future, the official podcast of the Futures League presented by 78 Sports. This is our official playoff preview as our teams for the playoffs have officially been set. It's been a great last couple weeks of the season and we are ready for the playoffs. Your number one seed for the first time in Futures League history is the Norwich Unicorns, followed by the Vermont Lake Monsters in second place, the Worcester Bravehearts in the third place, and the New Britain Bees rounding it out, which means we have Connecticut at one and four and a matchup that has enticed so many good games at two and three and our championship matchup a couple years ago in the Vermont Lake Monsters and Worcester Bravehearts. Matt, we are so ready for the playoffs. I'm very ready for the playoffs. We've seen some great baseball in the last week with a tight race for between the first, second, and third place teams where nobody could have predicted how this would have gone down. So, Yeah, not a single person could have predicted it, but Norwich took a doubleheader to heart on the last day, won the first game, and clinched themselves the number one seed, which was the most important thing for them. They controlled their own destiny the whole time, and they come out on top. We're going to start by previewing each of the matchups and what you should be looking for. We'll give our predictions near the end, even though you might not care about it, you might care about it, but we're going to say it anyway, because why not, right? Exactly. And Take it away, Matt. You got it. We'll start with the one in four seed games. For Norwich, team stats-wise, they've had the second most hits, but the best batting average amongst the, amongst the teams in the league. They have the most triples and the most RBIs, the most runs by any team in the league, and the third most walks. So not only do they hit, they also take pitches as well. On the pitching side, least hits allowed and the second least earns earned runs allowed. They have been absolutely dominant just throwing the ball. Yeah, it has been crazy what the Norwich Unicorns have been able to do this season. And the turnaround that they had, they were near the bottom of the standings early, but they made their way back. Very similar to how a certain champion did it last year. We'll see if Norwich can replicate what the Nashua Silver Knights did in 2022. In terms of individual performances, we almost certainly have our batting champ in our midst on the Norwich Unicorns in the form of Dean Ferreira, who is hitting 418 as of 854 on a Sunday night here as we preview the playoffs. He is likely our batting champion. Hold on, we'll get right back to Back to the Futures, but first we want to share a message from our friends at 78 Sports. Do you have kids playing baseball or softball? We all know practice time is limited, especially here in New England, not to mention the cost of lessons and cage time can add up very quickly. Save yourself time and money by giving your kids what they need to work on their game at home. Our friends at 78 Sports can help you put together the perfect at-home training setup. Whether you want to start small with just a tee and a net or looking to set up a full cage with turf and a pitching machine, they have you covered. And I've used their stuff before. I've seen their facilities. They definitely cover everything. The team at 78 Sports design and install hundreds of at-home and commercial sports training facilities. So let them help you find the perfect setup for your space. Visit the 78 Sports website at 78sports.com. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y the number eight sports.com for a limited time only by just mentioning back to the futures, you'll receive a 10% discount off your order. That's S E V E N T Y number eight sports.com. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming, as well as our stolen base champion, who is likely CJ Egri, who is t- taking a basis at an alarming rate. He's got 43 
stolen bases. Not going to quite catch Joel Lara's incredible record of last year, but still an impressive feat at 43 stolen bases this season. On the pitching side, likely the game one starter for the Norwich Unicorns will be Alistair Morin, who is repping a 175 ERA in 36 innings. He struck out 26 batters. He has been a big reason why the Norwich Unicorns have been so good on the mound. And also, it's their returners. Johnny Knox, Brennan Hyde, and familiar faces back with the team, including Matt Malcolm and Zach Donahue, who have been here before. And on the coaching side, Kevin Murphy leading all the Nichols boys. There's so many of them on that roster, but Luke Broadhurst is also back with in the Futures League, but with the Sea Unicorns this time on the coaching side. He's going to provide some great insight for that team as they head into the playoffs. For sure. And this is the team that we've seen down the stretch be very hot. They've won a bunch of games in the last week, and they're going to look to keep staying hot as we go into the playoffs. And Matt, how about the team that they're facing in the New Britain Bees? Because they got a lot to offer as well. The New Britain Bees, they have been one of the best hitting teams to go up against one of the best pitching teams that we just covered. But the Bees, they've led the league in hits and home runs this year. Not only are they going to put it in play, but they're also going to hit it hard. Pitching-wise, they have the second most strikeouts in the league. So not only do they hit with power, they also pitch with power. Yeah, that hitting with power starts with the home run derby champion and Mr. Tyler Pettorini, who has hit 328 with 13 extra base hits this season and 31 RBIs. He's been stellar for the New Britain Bees. And on the pitching side, you have to go immediately to the returner and Brian Hart, who has taken his starter reliever mix role very, very seriously and serious enough to have 51 strikeouts in 38 innings. He has been a dog for the New Britain Bees. We talked to him a couple weeks ago on our All-Star Game special, and he's just thrilled to not only be playing baseball, but be playing baseball for the New Britain Bees, and he's shown that this season. Yeah, I mean, for sure. They've definitely had a lot of good players as well. I mean, Tanner Santos is also hitting 310 with nine extra base hits. And don't forget about Keenan, who also has nine home runs this year with 31 RBIs. Yeah, you cannot forget about him. And of course, our no-hitting man of the year, Jared Curian, who was on our podcast a couple episodes ago. He's repping a 379 ERA that leads the rotation. That Connecticut matchup is going to be very interesting. Matt, I'm wondering if you can predict something in that game. We talked a lot about guys who are going to make an impact. Who do you have edging out that series? Well, looking at their last matchup, which was earlier this week when New Britain won 1-0, it looks like it's going to be a low-scoring affair, and I think Norwich's pitching is really going to pull it off, and I think their bats will put enough in playing knocking enough runs to get them in. Yeah, it's tough to argue with that. There's a lot of veteran experience going into these playoffs, especially on the coaching side of New Britain with Matt Gedman, who knows how to manage a playoff game. His team, the Pittsfield Suns, made it to their 2021 final. I believe it's going to be a close series, but I agree with you. I think Norwich is going to pull it out. They've been so good all year. Kevin Murphy's got something going in Dodd Stadium, and I believe Norwich will be on their way to the Futures League Championship. Let's move on to our other series, which was a is a rematch of the 2021 Futures League Championship won by Vermont. It is the Vermont Lake Monsters versus the Worcester Bravehearts, two of the best teams all year. Yeah, for sure. And we've talked about 
the hitting and the pitching matchups in Norwich and New Britain, but we've seen a lot of games between Vermont and Worcester this year that have been very close, both pitching wise and just putting up runs wise. So no one can guess how this series is going to go. Yeah. Not a single person can guess how the series is going to go, but I want to start with Worcester and the guy that has just been so dominant all year consistently, not even a question that his impact has been made. And that's Tyler Bastunas. For sure. Not only was he leading the league in average for most of the year, but he also has set the single season Braveheart stolen base record. Even when he only hits a single, it's turning into a double when he swipes second. Yeah, Bastundas has been the man all year. Certainly will be in our MVP conversation. Don't worry, we don't have any say in that. We're just predicting it. He's had a very good average all year. You can't argue with us. We're just the guys behind the camera here. But Bastunas has had an excellent year. He certainly will be in that conversation at year's end. And on the Vermont side, there's a ton of guys that have been back and a ton of guys that have been making an impact, but none more so than Tommy Martin, who currently leads their team in average. Yeah, he's had an amazing year so far. I mean, it's one of those lineups that they have the most walks out of any team in the league, and it's not relatively close. And Tommy Martin's been the face of that. It's just they get on base and they knock guys in. Yeah, and the great part about this series, Matt, is the dynamic between the Vermont pitching and the Worcester hitting, which I feel like is going to tell the story, is who, which of those sides comes out on top. Yeah, for Vermont, Francis Ferguson, Evan Maloney, and Ben Allickson have been the three top starters for them all year, and they're going to continue to contribute in the playoffs. And Ferguson, we've had earlier on this podcast season, he talked a lot about the culture in Vermont and how, what they've been trying to build there for years, and they have a chance once again to make it to the championship. But Worcester has so many bats in that lineup, and it, come, and it starts obviously with Bastunas, as we mentioned. Dylan Vig is another one. Kobe Stenson is another one. They've just, Worcester, up and down that lineup, has so many bats that can ruin teams pitching. We talked about the power. I mean, they have the second most doubles, the second most runs scored in the league. They've been one of the best hitting teams all, all year. Just when you think you might be getting out of an inning, here comes a double, a home run, some type of extra base hit that sparks their lineup. Yeah, it's been crazy to see, but we're not doubting any of the other impacts that these teams have. Worcester has certainly done it with their arms this year. Clay Robbins is third in the league in strikeouts. Griffin O'Connor leads the league in strikeouts in the last 30 days with 24 and has a 320 ERA in 19 innings. And of course, Dylan Vig, that man is a machine. He can do it on both ends of the field. And Worcester's not going to mess around with the arms either, Matt. Yeah, Worcester as a team has the most strikeouts in the league, and their 211 earned runs is the third least allowed in the league this season. So they're also going to be blowing it by you and trying to get you out with a little finesse. Yeah, the Worcester arms, but also the Vermont bats are no slacks either, as they've certainly made their case this summer. We know that veterans like Colby Burlett are going to step it up in the playoffs. They know what it takes to win a championship in this league. They've done it before. That series is going to be incredible. Matt, I'm curious if you even have a prediction for this series. 
It's really close. I think either way, it's going to go to three games. In their recent matchups in the last week, they had a doubleheader on Saturday, which Worcester won a game 4-3 and Vermont won a game 4-2. And on Friday, they also played and Vermont won 5-4. So a lot of close games, a lot of great pitching and low-scoring matchups. If I had to guess, I would take Worcester with, I think, their league-leading strikeouts. They're going to be able to get those big outs and strand runners, and I think their bats might just get enough to overpower Vermont's pitching. That's the first time we are going to disagree on this podcast. If we're talking my prediction, I've got Vermont. We mentioned the starting pitching. We mentioned the guys, the veterans that have been here before, and specifically Tommy Martin, who has been locked in all year. I feel like I agree that this game, this series will go to three games, I just feel like Vermont's got that edge and that's no knock to Worcester. They've been incredible all year and this is going to be probably the best series of the playoffs, but I've got Vermont in three games in a very, very close third game that I think can replicate what we had in that championship game three last year. Yeah, I do believe, like you said, like what we've been saying, it's going to be the closest series. We've, like I said, the last three games that they've played in the last week have been separated by four runs combined in those three games. So it could, it's a, it's a coin toss at this point. Like nobody, nobody can predict what's going to happen. Yeah. It is a coin toss at this point. You've got Norwich and Worcester. I've got Norwich and Vermont. Who do you think Matt will ultimately win the championship? That's what it ultimately comes down to. And next Sunday, hopefully weather dependent, of course, we will likely have a champion and we will have a championship episode for you next week for another podcast episode. But Matt, I'm coming to you here. Who do you think will be the ultimate champion of the Futures League here in 2023? Before we return to Back to the Futures, we want to share a message from our friends at Zorian Back Company. Rob Zorian started the company Zorian Back Company in 2003, literally out of the trunk of his car in Davie, Florida. Within two years, he was selling his wood bat line to Major League Baseball and continues to manufacture the highest grade wood bats for Little League, all the way up to the majors. Rob Zorian, founder and president of Zorian, says, I started the company in 2003 to service all baseball players in the United States and beyond. And after 19 years, our mission has not changed. We are very excited to have the opportunity to work with the Futures League and wish all of our players and coaches a healthy and successful season ahead. For more information about Zorian, visit their website, zorianbats.com. Zorian, America's baseball brand. Now, back to Back to the Futures. Well, we saw it last year, and I say it in almost every sports league I watch. It's all about getting hot at the right time. And there's not been a team that's been hotter in the last week than the Norwich Sea Unicorns. And I think with their ace, Alistair Morin on the mound, who's had under a two ERA all year, and their bats with just putting it, the ball in play, I think it's going to put enough pressure on Worcester's defense, or in your case, Vermont, to push them over the top. And for me, I am always a fan of the underdog. You know, I love an underdog story for those who know me. And I will normally pick the underdog in any circumstance. However, you can't deny the facts. Norwich is hot right now. Their leadership under Kevin Murphy is working. That team is so together and so mushed and ready for this playoff push. I also believe that Norwich will win it. But I have no doubt in my mind that we will be seeing a game three on Saturday or Sunday, depending on how the first round goes. I believe this will be a three-game series, regardless of who makes the championship. 
but I also believe that Norwich will come out on top. They are so good right now and so locked in. And the guys that they've brought back, the veteran experience combined with the guys who have done it all year, you, you can't deny the number one seed. And I think Norwich will be the champions of the Futures League this year. And you talk about that veteran experience. I mean, they have Johnny Knox, who's been their shortstop all year, who was the Futures League champion last year with the Nashua Silver Knights. So he knows what it takes, especially when, like last year's championship series, when they even when they went down one nothing in the first game in blowout fashion, they still came back and walked off game two and won it in game three. So he knows the ups and downs of the playoffs, of the championship, and what it takes to win. Yeah, that's a great point. Johnny Knox is a 2022 Futures League champion. We talked to him about that earlier in the season of Back to the Futures. What a season it has been here in 2023, and it all culminates with the four teams in the playoffs. Once again, we will remind you, Norwich is your number one seed, the Norwich Unicorns. The Vermont Lake Monsters are second. The Worcester Bravehearts are third, and the New Britain Bees in fourth. We cannot wait for playoff action starting on Tuesday. It'll be Tuesday and Wednesday for games one and two of the first round. If necessary, Thursday will be game three. If it is not necessary, the championship will start on Thursday. Imagine one of the series goes to game three, then the championship will start on Friday. Either way, by next Sunday night, we will have a Futures League champion in 2023. It's going to be so much fun. Thank you guys for tuning in all season long. Don't miss a minute of this Futures League action. Matt, anything else before we sign off here? I mean, like I said, we've seen great baseball from these teams all season, and I don't expect expect anything less going forward. Yeah, neither do I. It's going to be an incredible couple of games here to end an incredible season in 2023. Thank you all once again for tuning in. Stay tuned next week for our championship special. Whoever is crowned the champion, we'll have you covered all the way till the end. This has been our season seven playoff preview here in 2023 of Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures League. We have new episodes coming out every Monday. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everyone soon.